Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I am your humble, humble host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, I have the ultimate entrepreneur. He's going to make it hot and steamy and sexy this weekend, Jack, with his fashion show that's going to set the city all ablaze. He is the man, the myth, the legend, the genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, the dawn of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. LP is in the building. What's going on? What's going on? Feel like I ain't been on here in a minute. <laughs> oh man, it's good to have you on the show, my friend. Good to be here. Good to be here. Oh man. Uh next we have Senor Fuego himself. Uh the ultimate chef. You know and love him as chef. Showtime. What's happening, Pimp? What's good? What's good? How you guys doing? Oh man, blessed and highly favored, as the old folks would say, sir. That's how we go. Uh, feel like I got a little bit lag. Uh, next, uh, we have the king of grapplers. He's your mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass, Mister Everything. Victor Andrews. Hey, man, check this out. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. What's going on, fellas? Y'all sound like y'all sleep or something. Let's liven this thing up. I'm about to live this thing up real quick. Hold up. Got you. Hold on right quick. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, best damn wrestling podcast probably brings to you the best damn wrestling podcast of the world. Brian Rand Cade, LP. Chef Showtime, Mr. Everything, the best damn wrestling podcast. And if you're not down with that, we got two. Uh, we got one word for you. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I dig that. I like that, sir. You 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 put a little uh little, little spunk on that. Stink you know what I'm saying? Little, little stink, look oof. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking oh, about that for like five minutes sitting right here. I was like, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? I gotta say something cool. Oh man. I'm I'm trying not to, to be too loud. You see, I'm trying this uh this microphone I've been had in my closet for a whole year now. So uh I ain't wanna go blast people eardrums out. But thank you, sir, for that introduction. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do, we balance each other out. Absolutely, you know absolutely. What's going on, fellas? What's been what's been happening? Y'all all right? Oh man, yeah. LP got this uh this fashion show coming up, man. He uh trying to make people moist out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening, LP? What's what's going on with the fashion show, Bo? Oh man, it's coming along, man. You know, oh you know, the week of a show is always a lot of work, and this show's a little different because I'm putting some actual stuff in there myself. So that's what I'm actually doing now, making props and stuff for that so 
So it's a little different when you actually end the show as well. It was something I typically never do. But uh, you know, oh, trying something oh, a little man, different. Lady, ladies, you heard it here first. LP is stripping this week. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'll leave that to Mr. Everything. I ain't, got, I, ain't got, I ain't got that body like that. Oh, man. LP said he coming out in a toga. <laughs> nah, nah. Unless they, unless it's a dad bar fashion show, don't nobody want to see me out there like that. <laughs> oh man! Well, listen, man. Uh, I, I think uh, a lot of people are excited, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what they can expect at this show. Oh man, listen, like with anything I do, I try to, I try not to do the typical stuff. You'll see lingerie, but uh, I mean, we got scenes with snakes and uh gold tape scenes and you know all kind of music got dancers performers i really i really try to make it a, a more not just a fashion show but like production everything i do i try to make it a production so we got we got a lot of things in store for the for the people that come out okay that's dope man uh hey listen uh i can't wait to see the images from it and the video from it if you guys are in North Carolina in the Raleigh Durham Triangle area, go and check out LP's fashion show. And I'm gonna uh post a graphic for that a little bit later. But let me go around the table. Mr. Everything, what's happening, my brother? Man, listen, it's it's been a long month. <laughs> it's been a long month, like this one this one month, like a whole long year by itself. But I'm I'm staying busy, man, staying motivated. Highly decorated, got my title still, so you know, out here doing my thug thizzle. I did it. Have uh, you defended a... it? Yes, I, I defend my titles, LP. I, I'm not Roman Reigns in the belts. I'm right. I, I defend my titles. I thought you might be, I thought you might be uh, part time or holding on to the belt. Hey, you want to you come, you want to come challenge for one of them? Hey, what is, is it an open challenge? Anybody can challenge for? I thought you got to be in the promotion. I, I, I'm throwing the open challenge to, directly to you. Come on, directly to me. Oh man! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! man you better do something. He said if what? It, if it's a non-disqualification match, I might take you on there. Me and the boys gonna show up and take that damn belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, but how, how many? How many you bringing? Because you're gonna need you're gonna need a large number of them. Hey, don't don't worry about this when you see when you see the the Ministry of Darkness show up. Just say goodbye. <laughs> oh man, LP, you better do some push-ups and put on some baby oil. It's going down. <laughs> some Crisco, yeah, some Crisco butter, some some cocoa butter. You know what I'm saying? But uh, fellas, man, let's get it cracking, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling, and we missed you guys last uh, last week. Uh, me and Chef held down the show, man. And uh, one thing that I did want to get your opinions on uh, was a fight that kind of set the whole world ablaze. And uh, you guys know what I'm talking about, the Francis Ngannou fight with uh, Tyson Fury, man. And uh, Mr. Everything, you're a boxer, man. And you, are, uh, you fight in MMA also. Watching that fight, and I know you were pretty much torn of who you kind of wanted to go to because boxing is your love and MMA is your, your love also. Uh, but I want you to talk about that fight, man, and uh, did you enjoy the fight, and how did you think uh, Francis Ngannou did against Tyson Fury? 
Uh, I didn't watch the fight. I saw some clips of it. Um, <clears throat> I think Ngandu definitely held his own uh, from the highlights that I've seen. He he went out there and, and held his own. Tyson Fury with the little elbow, you know, little elbow thing that he threw in there, kind of kind of set him back a little bit because it's like, yo, you, you had to go through some extreme measures to be able to say that you're better than this guy who came from the MMA world. Um, now all it takes is for Tyson Fury to go over in his world and see what he can do there. Cause now there's takedowns, there's elbows legal and everything else. So, um, yeah, from the highlights that I saw, it's a pretty good fight. Uh, Tyson, you could tell that, that good punch that he took rocked him a little bit. You know, I don't think he's, he's been hit hard enough to where he was like, okay, uh, I might need to resort to some extra measures really quick just to throw a little, little cheap heat in there or something, but uh, I'm looking forward to see if these guys are going to actually go out there and bang again. That was not a good fight. Why, what Chef? You, say, you see, it wasn't a good that fight, Chef. Fight. I watched the fight. That fight was full of shit. <laughs> the off that boy. And they gave him, they gave Tyson Fury the win. No. No. They don't want to see a black man win. Man, they, yeah, it was a lot of controversy around there. A lot of people think that uh, Francis Ugano won that fight. I, I look at it and I think that he won that fight. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how they were kind of judging that and and, and scoring that, but on most people's scorecards at home uh, and also in the betting circles, man, Francis Ugano won that fight. Um, and you know, a lot of people are talking about the the politics and boxing and him coming into the boxing world. What would that mean if an outsider in his first boxing fight ever beat the champion that's been dominating for the last couple of years? You know what I'm saying? And pound for pound is probably one of the best heavyweight boxers that we've seen in about 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, it was a lot around that fight. LP, what was your thoughts on the Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury fight? I mean, it was typical, just like Chef said, typical bull. I mean, when you fight somebody like that, if you don't knock them out and you leave it to the judges, you're going to lose every time. Like, And everybody knows who won that fight, but you had to make it definitive in order to actually get that win. Like, He needed to knock his ass out. If he wanted to win, because that's just how boxing is. I mean, we we all we all been watching boxing our whole lives. I mean, we we know it's not the most not fixed, <laughs> not fixed. The fact that uh, Logan Paul brother considered a boxer <laughs> tells you that boxers are not what it used to be. So uh, it's, it it don't have the same pull that it once had. So I think they do stuff like that just to get people to get back to the sport. But I actually think they turn more people off from it. Yeah, I can definitely see that, man. I, like I said, a lot of people think that Francis Ngannou won that fight, man. And if nothing else, he won the hearts and the minds of of thousands of, of fight fans uh, and, and millions of people all around the world. His story is definitely inspirational. I know we talked about it last week, but uh, for him to really come – uh from from nothing <laughs> and, and uh to kind of go to you know uh Morocco and 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 then go into France and uh kind of fall in love with fighting he wanted to box 
at first. And then, you know, he got the offer to do MMA and he started training in MMA. Um, but his story is definitely inspirational. I can't wait for that movie to come out. But uh, I think that if he did decide to box, man, that we have a new star in the boxing world that a lot of people can get behind. And a lot of people are waiting for the Deontay Wilder uh, versus Francis Ugamu fight. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a lot of eyebrows was raised. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that one knockdown that we saw was iconic. It was Ali style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was definitely an iconic, you know, pose. And, and, you know, he posterized him on that thing. So he could not deny his power. He could not deny uh, his conditioning. And, uh, you know, I think if you got Mike Tyson in your corner, you're going to win every time. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so he might not have wanted to fight, but he uh, definitely won public opinion on that thing. And and sometimes in, in this world, in the fight world, that's what you need because that's going to get you more fights and more money in the future. Man, Chef said, I thought that fight was bullshit. I, I hear you, Chef. <laughs> I hear you, Chef. Oh, man. Listen, fellas, uh, Judgment Day is burning on all the cylinders. Let's talk wrestling real quick, man. Uh, we've seen two new members possibly join Judgment Day. One for sure is confirmed. Uh, J.D. Madonna got his cuts on Monday by uh, Damian Priest and said, hey, man, you took a bullet for Judgment Day. You took a bullet for me. Uh, and so I got to go ahead and, and you know, that's a guy I can fight beside. I can go into battle with. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he gave him his cuts and he said, welcome to Judgment Day. So J.D. Madonna is officially in Judgment Day. He is no longer a neophyte. He is no longer uh, somebody that's trying to get into the club. He is now a full-fledged member. And it looked like Mommy uh, put her talents and your boy Drew McIntyre. And now Drew McIntyre looks like he might be in Judgment Day also. Fellas, I want to hear your thoughts about it. Do you like Drew McIntyre in Judgment Day? Uh, or do you think this is just a one-off for Survivor Series? Let me go, LP. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to join the Judgment Day. He's not a fit. I mean, JD Madonna is not really a fit either. If you want to be honest, but he can be a he can be a little soldier because uh, Dom is not the best. When they do four on four matches, Dom don't cut it. So I I think JD Madonna probably is a better wrestler than Dom. So I think that's why they did it. I don't think the Judgment Day needs a whole bunch of people. We don't need no NWO or no kind of mess like that. They they got a good mouth. And Drew McIntyre just doesn't fit Judgment Day. I think he's going to be more of that. He's going to be working together. I don't see him. <laughs> ran purple with purple and black and having bandanas and shit that just wouldn't really make no sense. So I think it's just, it's just more for a heel turn, which he really should be a face. They got, they got a lot of heels on raw, but I, I guess they, everybody seen this coming. This wasn't like no surprise. You could see it a mile away uh, that it was going to go down, but I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, but I don't think Drew McIntyre needed to join the Judgment Day to beat Seth Rollins. I think that Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre match was the biggest bunch of bull crap. Cause we we eating Claymore kicks. We eat we we we, we take a Claymore kick and get up and uh, go grocery shopping. 
after we get it? <laughs> nah, bro. You don't you don't get up from no damn Claymore kick. Like, like, and then he didn't kick out from what does Seth do? A pedigree and a and a curve stomp. Nah, he if he kicked out of that, he should have been able to kick out of that. That's not even your I don't know. I the, the no sales is going on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do want to I do want to talk about that no selling going on because it's been a couple of matches, man, that people were kicking out of finishers that you would not think that they would kick out of. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's protecting anybody's moves anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I know that there were some uh some issues with Jake the Snake Man. He said that nobody is protecting his move anymore. The DDT and the super kick are probably the two most common moves that you see nowadays, you know what I'm saying? And they are not protected. So the fact that, you know, uh, and I like the false finishes in some instances, but some there needs to be some type of protection over certain people's moves. But in this match, it made sense. And I, I liked the match. I thought it was really good. I thought it was hard hitting. Um, it was necessary. But I kind of wanted Drew to get that win. Maybe a little piece of me wanted Drew to get that win, and I love Seth Rollins and what he's doing now. But I think that Drew Drew definitely should have took that win. But if he joins Judgment Day, I think that he will definitely get a title of some sort. Uh, Mr. Everything, let's talk about it, man. How you feel about uh, Drew and J.D. Madonna in Judgment Day? Uh, I mean, we saw the writing on the wall with J.D. McDonough anyway. Um, and that was pretty much... They, they teased it and they tried their hardest to kind of keep it from happening, but it, it's it's nothing else for him to do. I mean, what else are you going to have this man do? He's, he's a small guy. Uh, and you know how WWE feels about small guys. Um, in terms of Drew McIntyre, I don't see him joining Judgment Day. I think this is something to kind of give him something to do as well. Um, this might be a way for him to kind of get under Seth Rollins' skin and win the world title. Um, I think he's just, he just utilizing the judgment day as a way to say, you know what, I'm going to piss Seth Rollins off so much and have him so off his game that when we, whenever we do have another match, he's, he's going to be unfocused and I'm going to steal the win and take the title from him. So uh, I think Drew McIntyre is just going to use the judgment day for his advantage. That's all. Do you think that, um, there be some friction with Drew in there because I know I know right there they're trying to figure out who is the leader of Judgment Day and and I've been saying this from day one. Once Rhea stepped in Judgment Day with her and Damian and Edge, I said Rhea is going to be the leader of that group, and she has been the said unsaid, spoken unspoken leader of that group. And now. Damian Priest is feeling some kind of way because he was like, hey, look, man, I'm day one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There will be no judgment day if it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? So uh, when Rhea stepped in, she definitely upped the ante, and she has been the quote-unquote leader of judgment day ever since the inception of the group. So now uh, where does Drew fall into the fold? Because I don't really see Drew really taking orders unless Drew is playing a Dominic Mysterio role and he's kind of having real whispers and certain things in his ear. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. Chef, you like Drew and J.D. Madonna in Judgment Day? 
Uh, not really, but I'm thinking Judgment Day is using Drew. You know what I mean? It's something like LP said, you know what I mean? I feel by getting Drew to join, so he'll take the belt off of Seth Rollins, and David Priest going to cash in on him. That's how I look at it. It's a little stepping stone. Mm. I can definitely see that, man. I think that Drew really had a, a better fit with the Brawling Brutes, and I, I wish he kind of would have stayed with the Brawling Brutes and, instead of, like, uh, causing a little bit of friction. friction. Um, the Brawling Brutes just made more sense. Uh, but if he does join with Judgment Day, I can definitely see he plays a better heel anyway, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? He definitely plays a better heel. But uh, I'm happy to see J.D. Madonna, you know what I'm saying, get his get his stripes. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? The big-headed terror himself. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, fellas, we also saw on on, uh, on Friday, Damage Control had a match with uh, the Queen Charlotte Flair, Bianca, and Asuka. And uh, in between the match... Oscar turned and split the mist into Bianca Belair's face. So now we have Kyrie Zane and Oscar in damage control. Let me know if you like it. Let me go around the room. LP, do you think that uh, Oscar and Kyrie Zane are a good fit in damage control? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really see the point of it. I don't really. Are they trying to make a female dominant group? I guess maybe that's what they're trying to do, but I don't I don't really see a point of it. Um I don't know. I, I, I can't feel a certain way about it. I, I wasn't excited about it by no means. Oscar's better by herself. I I don't like I, I like Oscar being crazy ass Oscar. Um I don't I don't I just don't see a point of them making that damage control even bigger. Damage control to me is good with three people. Um, I definitely think it was. I, I like I like it, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they just might terrorize and, and be the new judgment day slash bloodline and, and it looks like it's the same kind of storyline where the women of SmackDown have to kind of uh, click up together to go against damage control. It's the same story that's playing out with Judgment Day. It's the same story that played out with the Bloodline. It's the same story that played out uh, with Evolution. Um, when you have those dominant factions and dominant groups, same thing with NWO. Uh, when you have those dominant factions and those dominant groups and then the other people on the roster are just trying to survive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, you have that instance where this is the first time that an all-female group like this has been this dominant. You know what I'm saying? From the tag titles uh, into uh, EO Sky having the women's title, uh, Damage Control is, is doing some really good things. Mr. Everything, let me know what you think about it. Do you like Oscar uh, and Kyrie Zane in Damage Control? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> like you said, this is raises the dynamic in terms of um, factions and goals. We haven't seen a very dominant women's faction in a very long time. And with Oscar, Kyrie Sane, and Eo Sky in this um, damage control, I mean, it's, it's 
Mr. Kabuki Warriors um, 2.0 um, with the addition of Dakota Kai and um, Bailey, who is probably going to be on her way out. You know, they're probably going to turn on her, send her on her way out, which kind of opens the door for the four horsewomen. If if we if we can find a way to bring Sasha Banks back, that might be a very interesting thing to see Bailey, Charlotte Flair, uh, uh, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch go up against the Kabuki Warriors along with Dakota Kai. That would be a very that that's money making uh match material right there. Um but it remains to be seen. Um and then we gotta think about the dynamic of where Bianca Belair plays in all of this situation. Um uh, and then Jake Cargill, we still haven't figured out where she's at in terms of the WWE yet. So it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of players in this situation. Um I'm excited to see what exactly is gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, man, I'm excited about that too. Uh, LP, how you feel about uh, damage control right now, man? Do you think that they might be the second coming of the bloodline on SmackDown? Uh, I mean, it they, it, it could be. I mean, I, I guess they got it. To me, is that team really strong? Like, would you really be worried about that team as a female? Like, I don't know. Like, for me, if you had a Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax, and uh what's the what's the other girl name not uh, that, was, that was mean what's saint shana basley <laughs> the unattractive team of shana basley like to me if you take if you take shana basley what's that girl that look like chris katan from saturday night live what what's the other girl name i'm talking about zoe right. stark yeah 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 if you if you know chris <laughs> <laughs> Like, her and oh, Jets. Like, those are, those are some females you would be afraid of. Like, but damage control, they pretty girls. Like, that's like me being afraid of four Alexa Blisses. Like, I, I don't know. I know they're good wrestlers, but like, the wrestlers on the other side, Bianca, Charlotte, I would be more afraid of them if they was heels. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to write it how they're going to write it. But Charlotte and Bianca shouldn't be scared of nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they've been they've been two of the most dominant females in WWE for years. Why would they be scared of a couple of a couple of little puny 150 pound <laughs> Asian women? <laughs> oh man, well you got Oscar on the team who's definitely a threat at all times, man. And Eo Sky is a tough cookie man herself. Don't don't give no, you know. Don't, don't talk about EO like that. I think I got a, a clip with EO into jury going at it, man. And uh EO ate a power bomb and a kick, man. That was <laughs> it was it was kind of mean. I was like, man, she was uh she was definitely tough, tough back in uh the New Japan days, man, in the wrestling back then. But um, you know, they they numbers, man. Numbers, numbers matter. You know what I mean? And if you got like certain types of wrestlers, like look at Judgment Day. When you look at Judgment Day, they're not supposed to be as dominant as they supposed as they are right now. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know because with the exception of Dom, let me let me let me me give you an example. If Judgment Day, 
if Judgment Day had to compete with the NWO, do you think that the Judgment Day could compete? The, the whole entire NWO? The whole entire, I mean, choose any any three, four members, you know? Uh, some of them, I, I, I don't know. I might, I might give them some of them. I can see the Judgment Day going against Evolution. Now I'm not gonna say I, I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna say they're winning, but I mean, cause Damian Priest can't he's not gonna mess with Batista. <laughs> cause I can know Damian Priest is supposed to be the powerhouse. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I think Judgment Day. I think a lot of people stepped on Judgment Day in the beginning. I think we all did kind of in the very beginning because we didn't. We was wondering why they took Edge out so early and if this was gonna work. I don't think nobody expected Judgment Day to still be going on right now. And to have all the damn belts and to be dominant. I don't think nobody saw that when you go back and look at when they betray Edge. We didn't see we we didn't we had no idea. So I don't know. Yeah. I get I get that to you. We did not have any idea. We thought <laughs> Yeah, we definitely thought that uh when Edge left the group, it was gonna be it. I thought it was gonna be it. I didn't know that uh they were gonna be as dominant as they are. But now they have two new members, man, that are dangerous. You have a JD Madonna who is like a is like a, a, a rabbit pit bull puppy in heat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then and then you got uh Drew McIntyre who is a powerhouse and a superstar on his own. And uh man, with with the addition of Drew and JD, it's it's a scary group. <laughs> It's a scary group, man. With the with the addition of JD, and matter of fact, let me let me let me show you how how menacing this group kind of looks a little bit. Does that not scare you, huh? Does that not make your knees shake a little bit, huh? It's a picture of Rhea Ripley as Medusa, and then you have the Druids under Medusa. Who are the rest of the Judgment Day? Uh, Dominic Mysterio, uh, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Damian Priest, and JD Madonna. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely it's definitely a squad, but I really don't think that Drew is going to be in because if you put Drew in, who wants that belt very badly, somebody else got to go. And I think what Chef said made sense. I think they setting Drew up. To take the bet off him and then cash it in, like I really, I really think that's about the only way they can really. They, what else? What else could they do? To like they, what? I don't think. They, they, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They could. They could get Drew to uh, incapacitate um, Seth Rollins. I mean, he'd probably still lose the match and have Seth Rollins in a vulnerable state, and then have. Uh, Damian Priest coming cash in then, which will, you know, cause a really good, really good storyline between Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre after that point, because then you have Rhea Ripley who will play the, the puppet master in terms of all of that between Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre. She'll be in Drew McIntyre's ear, trying to keep him under control, and then she'll still be having her little friction with Drew uh, Damian Priest in terms of who is the the leader of the judgment day type of thing um so i think that that plays a really good story in my opinion i, I hope they, they do it that way 
Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be good. It'll be a good way to break up the group. You bring in new members, and then you know something happens within the group. It's always like that. Like right now, we got the LWO. Let's talk about it. Uh, the LWO uh, has a little bit of friction, and I've been saying that I see a heel turn coming with Santos Escobar. Uh, you know, the LWO let in um, Carlito earlier uh, when Damian Pricks had the match with Bad Bunny. Um, you know, Carlito came and back to WWE. He joined the LWO. Now he's in the group. Uh, he had his first match back against Bobby Lashley. Um, eh. <laughs> Was I impressed? I'm not sure. But I know that he came in at a time where they were trying to question what happened uh, during the match at uh, Crown Jewel when um, Santos Escobar was trying to help Rey Mysterio. And he ended up taking the brass knuckles away from one of uh, Logan Paul's cronies during the match. But he ended up putting the, 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 the brass knuckles on the edge of the ring and Logan Paul was able to get it, knocked Rey Mysterio out, won the match. Now we have Logan Paul as the champion. I'm going to get you guys' thoughts on how you feel uh, Logan Paul would do as a champion, man. Uh, he's already putting, rubbing his nuts all over the championship belt in the shower. <laughs> I don't know what's that about. Uh, and, and I want to talk about that uh, also, man. But, um, yeah. Mr. Everything. <laughs> I there seems to be a little hypocrisy going on here. Let's talk about it real quick. Okay. Uh, you have Logan Paul, right? He's now okay. the United States champion. We just talked about the LWO uh, possibly breaking up with the you know introduction of the new member, uh, Carlito, and he's kind of causing some friction. Um, Rey Mysterio ended up getting turned on again. I don't know what's this thing about everybody turning on Rey. <laughs> the nice guys are getting turned on. Uh, and uh, Santos Escobar ended up beating up Rey Mysterio. The beloved Rey Mysterio. Uh, first of all, I want to see what you guys think about this possible storyline and, and Santos Escobar possibly leaving LWO or the friction that's in the LWO. And then uh, the second part is going to be Logan Paul is now the United States champion. But I want to talk about the hypocrisies a little bit uh, between the picture of Logan Paul and the picture of Mandy Rose uh, and both of them having platforms which they are monetizing their platforms uh, and Mandy Rose was penalized for it Logan Paul has not been penalized for it I want to talk about that but right now let's talk about the LWO possibly splitting up uh, what do you guys think about this storyline let me go Mr. Everything uh, it's stupid to me it's dumb. I mean, the LWO was doing good together, man. We talk about factions all the time. I think that we're going into the era of factions now. Um, you look all over in wrestling period, whether it's AEW, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, you got factions everywhere. You know, and no, nobody's really walking solo anymore. And with with reason, you know, you, you can't really walk around by yourself because you, whether you got friends, frenemies, or enemies, at some point, somebody, as we see with the LWO, is going to turn against you for their own for their own good and on their own benefit. Um, so I think they should have just kept them together. The addition of Carlito, eh, I don't think it really adds anything to 
um, the uh, the capacity of which the LWO could actually get to, you know. Um, but again, you got to look at the the two younger guys that's in the LWO, um, and I can't even remember their name, which which makes it even more uh, important because I can't even remember those other two guys' names. All, all I know is Lena uh santos uh, yeah and ray and and carlito and then the other two guys so and and, and they're they're amazing talents i see their match at nxt uh halloween havoc you know they they're amazing but it's just when they go on the main roster they just sitting back looking like um uh the two stooges or something you know so i i just don't know um I'm interested to see where it's going to go in terms of Santos Escobar. Do I want to see a Santos versus Carlito match? I do not. Love Carlito the death, but that match he had with Bobby Lashley, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if we blame uh, Carlito for it or we blame Bobby for it, but at the end of the day, it was boring. Yeah, it was um, it was, def- it was definitely boring. Yeah. yeah, and look look how they protected him at the uh what was the 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 pay-per-view he he came back. What was that? SummerSlam? Uh, no, that was WrestleMania. No, no, no. He just re- he just recently came back. That was WrestleMania. Yeah. He, well, uh, no, no, no. Backlash. That was back. Yeah, Backlash. When he came yeah. back for Backlash, he, they protected him where he stood on the outside the whole time. Came in, gave the backstabber, and that was it. So I, I don't know. I don't know where they're gonna go with this. Uh, they should have just left it alone. <sighs> I don't know why they resigned Carlito. Even though I'm happy they did. I'm happy that the board, you know, it's there doing this thing. I don't know what place he's going to play in this new era. You know what I'm saying? And me watching him wrestle, I wasn't that excited to watch him wrestle. Uh, he moved really slow. He's bigger now. He has more muscle. That's good. But his moveset hasn't really changed. And he still has the the move set of a of a lighter wrestler, right? Drop kicks, uh, cross bodies. He he does you know power slams every once in a while, but most of the time is it's moves of a lighter wrestler. Even the, his move, the backstabber, uh, that's becoming a common move that a lot of people are using now. And if I'm if I'm being completely honest, when he did hit it, it it did not look like it did any damage whatsoever. <laughs> it looked it looked really lazy. It looked like the person just leaned back and it's like ah, it's light stretch. Um, I don't know, man. It's I don't know. I think Carlito would have fit better in the AEW environment because they are more welcoming to older wrestlers. But if you come back and you not like memorable or, or or dominant. I don't see Carlito. I don't know if I want to see Carlito on my TV every week. I'm just being honest. I, I love Carlito to death. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just not sure he's that guy. Uh, LP, what do you what do you think about uh LWO and this whole uh this whole friction thing do you think that uh santos escobar is going to step out on his own well i don't know what he's going to do i just don't hope he don't step out his own and create another version of the lwo and they start some kind of war like that and that's going to be dumb like I, i'm not a big fan of the lwo that's because they're just the lwo they have nothing other than 
to just saying that LWO. So I understand why they did something because they basically haven't done anything. I mean, people cheer for them because they're Hispanic or whatever, but when you get past that, what have they really done as a group? They don't have any gold. They don't really have much storylines. They don't, they just, their faces, but, and I know they sell them t-shirts or whatever, but as a, as a, as a faction, who really cares about the LWO except for Hispanic people because they represent them. Like when you talk about Judgment Day, you talk about Bloodline, you're not going to talk about the LWO. You will, but you might want to talk about Lucha House Party. What's the difference between the LWO and Lucha House Party? I mean, let's, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Other than them coming out there dancing, what's the difference? They don't have anything. And that's cold. And on Carlito, I don't know if you guys seem to not remember Carlito. Carlito was never great in the ring. Carlito was just an entertaining character. So for them to bring Carlito back, the only way I care is if he's back spitting apples in people's faces and being an asshole. Like that's who Carlito was. I hate when wrestlers come back and they're just regular guys now. Like, even with Edge, I don't want you to be <coughs> a regular guy. Like, come back as the rated R superstar. That's what I wanted him to be. So, being old, I, that don't, I don't care about that. If Carlito comes back, Carlito needs to be a heel. And Carlito needs to be an asshole heel talking trash because that's what made people like Carlito. It was nobody watched Carlito for his wrestling skills. Please, I would love somebody to say, "Oh yeah, I used to love, <laughs> I used to love Carlito wrestling." No, you did not, because he did, like you said, he did the. Go back and watch when he wrestled Ric Flair. Like he did all the basic stuff you could do when he wrestled John Cena. He got the belt. He had a U.S. title. What I think he won a U.S. title the first time he showed up because his character was just like, was just like that guy. So the only reason why Carlito can work coming back is if they do something with him. That's why I think they brought him back. But I guess, you know, I guess we'll see. But yeah, Car yeah, Carlito wrestling every week. That shouldn't be that should that really that really shouldn't be an option. But they needed something with the LWO because nobody's gonna uh, nobody's doing nothing with them tag belts still. Now they're just sitting on two more new people that just sitting that's just sitting there. So you got these people in this group. None of them are going for any titles. They gave Ray that title with they really sitting there. So what else is what else is going, you know, what else do they have going on? I can definitely see Carlito if he was leading the heel group of the LWO. And I would, you know what? If the LWO did have a heel division to it, you know what I'm saying? Because, all right, for instance, what was the group with uh, with Conan and uh, what was Conan's group when he had, you know, he had the NWO, right? But he had, he had L- LWO. He had LWO no. too, right? Mm hmm. It wasn't no, he wanted LW, he was in the uh NW Red and Black. Remember, it was him, Ray, um, uh, Kevin Nash. Yeah, he was he was in a wolf pack. He had another faction too, man, that was all uh, all Latino. It was it was LWO, and that's where that's where Ray got it from. It was LWO. No, Conan was not in the LWO. You talking about you talking about, was in the NLW. It was it was nah, it was like talking about you you talking about you talking about he had a he had a group in either the WCW or TNA. They were like a bunch of like Hispanic gang members. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know yeah, if that was yeah. in TNA or I yeah, that's it was what you in uh, WCW. 
Yeah, it might have been WCW, but yeah, you talking about yeah, he was a gang. There was a there was a bunch of gang people. That's what you talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Uh, well, listen, fellas, I want to talk about uh, Logan Paul real quick, man. Um, he he took some pictures, man. Some questionable, some questionable pictures of him with the United States title, and he he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Um, he was he's taking that title everywhere that he goes. He's putting more eyes on it. Um, but he did something that was a little questionable, man. And and he took a picture with uh, the title taking a shower, right? But ass naked, water dripping down, taking a shower with the belt on. Um, and we all know that Mandy Rose, she took a picture also with her title, uh, and she was nude under under the belt. You know, it was it was something that had been done before. Everybody's kind of mimicking what Shawn Michaels did, right? Um, but I think that the reason that Mandy got fired, and I think they was trying to put that picture as framing it as that's the reason why, you know, uh she uh violated ethical moral codes of the WWE or some shit like that. Um but she also had an OnlyFans page, or uh, it goes by a different name, but it's pretty much the same thing. Um, she sells pictures of herself, whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of female wrestlers now are doing that to promote themselves. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's their Only, uh, OnlyFans page or fans pages or uh, doing different content. Natalia is out here with her daughter, <laughs> posing for everybody to see you know what I'm saying if I'm TJ I ain't letting that rock <laughs> I ain't letting my wife just show show the world everything uh, but yeah so is there some hypocrisy in the Logan Paul belt situation versus the Mandy Rose belt situation um, and like I say, I know that they both have platforms where they're getting paid and money outside of the WWE. Um, but is there some hypocrisy in that? Do you think that Manny Rhodes should have been let go because of that reason? Now that we have uh, somebody like Logan Paul doing the exact same thing. Let me ask that question to LP. Uh, well, you know how it is. I mean, women always get treated a little bit different. If I was Manny Rose, I'd be I would have been talking to my lawyer, and I would have been getting me a nice little uh, nice little lawsuit somewhere in there because they it definitely was the same thing. Um, you can't say Logan Paul is uh not with WWE because he's under contract, so you can't say that he's just like a bad bunny or somebody who just show up temporarily or whatever. Like that dude is. <laughs> He, he has the belt. He, he's official now. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it was kind of some bull, but I think a lot of times in situations like that, if they if, if a company wants to fire you, they're going to find a way to fire you, they just, and then they're going to try to cover it up or try to blame it on this, that, and the third. I think most of us probably have either seen it in real life or dealt with it on our, on our own. You know, they'll find a way to get rid of you. So I think they want, for whatever reason, I think they had an issue with Manny Rose. And then they use that as an excuse because I mean I haven't even I don't know I don't know nothing about it because I haven't clicked on the box. <laughs> I see Matt Riddle's doing that now. I think I think I seen that one of my wrestling news. Matt Riddle is selling pictures. I think he got an OnlyFans or something now. So I mean we live in a world where you got to get that bread. You got to do what you got to do. You got to eat. So 
know. Hey, you man, your boy, <laughs> your, more, your boy Matt Riddle out here. Uh, man, yeah, he, he got a, he got a, he got a page too. I'm here, and so you know, he also here selling plants and penis. So you got to get your money out if you want it. <laughs> he out here selling plants and penis. He out here got he got a whole weed brand. Uh, yeah, he about hey, he about to get his uh RVD on Jack. And if I'm if I'm Matt Riddle, I would I would network network. With all the uh all the companies on the on the west coast that uh that need product endorsement, he can make a bag. He can make a real bag, yeah. Jack. Yeah, Matt Matt don't never gotta wrestle or fight again if he does his stuff right. Like he's and he much he's an advocate for for weed and weed is now legal and like down there and then most of the damn states in the United States like he can make some money. That's how Steve Urkel got his. Steve Urkel and Snoop Dogg teamed up, and they got a damn uh, marijuana, uh, some kind of weed or something on the purple. It's called purple, 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 or purple nerple or some shit. But like, yeah, get yeah. that money. I, I hope Matt. No, you know, I hate him. I hated Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle as a wrestler. But get that bag, man. I hate when company. I hate my company screw anybody over, even if I don't even like them. Like, yeah, get that, get that bag, man. Don't ever come back. <laughs> Mr. Everything, man, do you see a little hypocrisy on uh, the Mandy Rose situation versus what Logan Paul is doing? Uh, both have uh, brands and, and doing things outside of the WWE to get paid and both uh, took a picture nude in their belts. Do you see some hypocrisy there? Uh, and yeah, do you see a little hypocrisy there? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh absolutely. I mean, um well, we got we got to take in consideration Logan Paul is like Shawn Michaels' boy. So, you know, it's like a an uh homage to Shawn Michaels, you know, he he, he did it first type thing. Um but yeah, you know, if you're going to treat Mandy one way, ain't gotta, ain't man, didn't Mandy do that for the same as that reason? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, you got to give everybody a fair shake and and Logan Paul seems like he he's untouchable right now. He can do no no wrongs in any kind of way. I mean, I even saw the video where he was talking about um, uh, Triple H came to him and said, "Look, we we got a thing around here where we make sure the the talent ain't having sex with the belt on. So please don't go out there and be having sex with the belt on." And he turned around saying, and "Next thing he knew, he was clapping cheeks with the, with the metal around his waist." <laughs> You know, yeah, it, I, I know it would. I, I, I would. You would, I, I, everything. I, I, let me, let me, let me go off topic. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let me go off topic. Real do that. Don't do that. Do it. I gotta ask it. I gotta ask it, Mister Everything. Have you ever clapped cheeks in your belt before? No, no, <laughs> I have not. No, you didn't. You have never clapped cheeks in your belt before. Nah. Honestly, no, I have not. Uh, has it crossed my mind? Let's move on. Let's move on. Protecting <laughs> your brand, sir. I appreciate that. I, <laughs> I get it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it pure for the kids. I dig it. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We'll talk later. <laughs> hey, if, I'm, if I'm winning, if I'm a champion, I'm definitely clapping cheeks. Baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Call me Chip. Clapping cheeks. Call me Chip. Only thing I'm wearing is socks. <laughs> Timberlands <laughs> socks on. in the belt. I'm tearing that ass on. <laughs> yep. 
baby get the baby oil it's going down <laughs> oh man oh man yeah. but you know yeah. it, it's crazy it's crazy to see i mean because you think about it the wwe has been very stern about the talent being able to make money outside of wwe in different ways with aj styles having his uh his gaming podcast you know that was one thing but then you know the new day was okay to do theirs so you know it was, it was two different dynamics so I don't, I don't know if we we can really push the whole gender situation right now too much um but you know it is some truth in and you know the many roles and uh your boy uh logan paul type of thing and just really quick i did look up the name of that faction you were talking about with conan it was lax it was lax it was lax okay. thank you i was I, I could not remember i was like you know what fraction was that but um going back to the topic man the the logan paul versus mandy rose situation and i'm i don't even know if a situation i'm making it a situation i'm bringing light to it because i kind of see a lot of hypocrisies on logan paul wearing the belt naked and uh and having his own brands and pushing his own stuff and mandy rose was doing the exact same thing she just had it on a platform that she controlled so um does she does she have an argument there i think that she does man um here's the thing yeah, does she care i would this point, does she care she's getting her money either way yeah she getting her money but she had she had worldwide recognition on on the product of wwe yeah but here's the thing you can you can utilize companies oh, like like for instance any any job you do any company you do you can utilize that company to kind of build yourself and build your own brand. And once you branch out and start doing other things, you already have the, those eyes on you. So something like WWE, you know, you went out there, you did your thing, you became a champion in one of the brands of the WWE, and then now you've been let go. But before you was, was let go, you built up this separate entity that helped you in terms of publicity. So. I don't think she's going to miss out on any type of WWE money. If anything, she probably made more money after that because now she can go a little bit deeper. She can work with different people and, and do some different things. So uh, I think it probably helped her a whole lot. And then let's be honest, WWE will bring her back. Once they start seeing how much publicity she's getting and how many eyes she got on her in terms of what she's doing, they're going to bring her back. And she's going to make more money because they're going to have to give up a bigger contract. I can definitely see that, but she would have to make us herself a bigger star outside of the WWE, and I'm not sure if she's going to be able to do that on her platform that she's doing right now. Now, I may be, I may be wrong, I may be wrong, but she would have to make herself a bigger star for them to kind of bring her back on a big contract like she would want. I know well, I'm asking they, for a bag. When the women used to do Playboy. Remember WWE used to send them to do Playboy. Yeah, Sable and, did Playboy. Who else did Playboy? And then Shawn Michaels did Playgirl. Oh, um, you had you had uh, China did Playboy. China did Playboy. Um, had, was that uh, was, was that during? Yes, during WWE. Okay, because they, yeah. they they would advertise it on on their on their gimmicks because they had one where whenever they made the front cover, they had them um, um, speak about it right there in the middle of the ring. And they mm. showed it. They didn't show like anything raunchy or anything like that because you know you got the front cover. You probably had clothes on, but they they showed it on, on WWE TV. Yeah, but they. I think I think the difference with that is the difference. The way Mandy Rose did it. That's her platform. WWE don't get none of that. 
if WWE, right, if WWE getting a piece of the pie, then they don't give a damn. So that's yeah, right. that's the that's the difference because when all them girls used to do Playboy, you better believe that WWE got some of that million dollars or whatever that they got uh, doing it. And that was butt naked because I I got I had the issue that Chris Hemi did. Oh no, Chris Hemi was on cat. So that's yeah, now that was that one. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Everybody, anybody, <laughs> listen, best damn nation. If anybody got any information, any kind of contact information, phone number, email, smoke signal, Morse code for Christy Hemi, let me know. Yeah, because everybody wanted Trish, everybody wanted Trish to do it, but Trish would never, out of all the stuff that Trish did while she was there, Trish would never do it. And I was always surprised because she was doing damn near doing every damn thing else. But for yeah, she, yeah, for free. <laughs> doing doing like, everything was, for free. That would have been the biggest selling copy ever if she would have did it, but she never, she never did it. Shoot, you remember they used to have they used to have the whole swimsuit issues with all the divas in there. They weren't new, but you know. Yeah. But now you know now now they got a different pro now with the whole world like it is, and everybody's so PC and everybody's so afraid to do everything. Now they got to try to have everything PC. So that's why that's why I like that's why I'm so like AEW a little better because AEW give you that old vibes. Of just wrestling and not uh, worrying about. I'll you, yeah, I'll tell you guys what wasn't PC. Uh, and Mister Everything, I know you've heard about it, and we talked about it on the last podcast. But I want to, <laughs> I want to get y'all thoughts on it. Uh, there's a character in NWA. His name is Father Jim. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the NWA product, during their broadcast, right during the match, um, the NWA, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. It was a celebration of sorts. The camera panned up from the ring and you saw Father James there and there was a table. He was surrounded by people. Father James was caught on TV on camera live snorting cocaine. That's right. You see it. That white stuff. That white girl. The ooey. <laughs> that booger sugar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the devil's powder. You see it. This man did cocaine live on TV. Uh, the questionable more questionable thing about this and the, and the reason why it's making so much more news is because NWA had a eight figure deal on the tip on the table by uh, the CW and now it looks like they may lose that because of this antic uh, and the person or the, the company that's going to take on uh, this possible position is NXT so I want to get your, your thoughts about it this man was doing the hard stuff live on TV. Mr. Everything, man. I, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? And I know I know you got love for NWA, and I know you got you got family that wrestle in NWA, man. And uh, you know, <laughs> I just want to see what your thoughts on this whole thing is. And do you think that they really put uh that deal in jeopardy because of this moment with Father James? Uh, 
it kind of agitates me, aggravates me, and pisses me off because I am a talent that is trying to get signed to a major company. And if that's what it takes for me to get looked at by the NWA, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it. I ain't, I ain't going to that extent. I mean, that's that's just that's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. What up, Randy Orton? Um, yeah, it, it just made it made no sense. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know anything about this guy and his character, but I, I definitely don't want to know nothing now because you know what is what I'm supposed to expect him to get in the ring, and he can't he can't wrestle until he's not some coke, and then he's freaking Hulk Hogan, Superman type thing. Or, you know, he goes into a Super Saiyan type of mode or something. Like I don't know. Then at this point, you know, you got to shoot him or something because now he's zombie. What? Is, how, how do I know if it's even cocaine and crack? It might be uh, bath salt. Then really, we really got a problem there. If it's now, bath you, salt. now you now you really got a problem if he on bath salt. But he, I believe he's a manager of some sort, uh, almost a Paul Heyman like figure for NWA. Um, so I'm not sure if he's a, a wrestling talent. I've I've never seen him wrestle before. Uh, but man, I think that definitely puts their deal in jeopardy, man. Um, it's hard to see it, LP. You mentioned that you like adult content. Is that adult enough for you? Huh? Mm-hmm. Is, is that hard enough for you, sir? You know, what I'm I saying? mean, I guess, I guess I need to see the content of what it was. Cause like, I got a dark sense of humor, so I might've found it funny. <laughs> so it really just depends on. I, I definitely got to look at this clip up because I'm not familiar with it. So I, I don't. Here's a picture. Just look at the picture. You got some white stuff on the table. Father James got a bag. He also got a spoon. He also has ladies of the night around him. That's right. Jezebels surrounding him, partying with him. The man took a whole toot, a whole toot on TV. A whole toot. <laughs> on live on TV. That's the context that that's the context right there. You can go back and look at the clip, but I'm telling you what happened. It was nasty. Well is like, isn't wrestling supposed to represent all faction of society? So let's let's not forget about the drug eggs out there. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You think that don't watch wrestling? They trying to they trying to hit a different demographic. No, we're not gonna do that. Uh, now look how many people gonna got suspended, sent home, sent to rehab before yeah. you know every little thing that, that you can think of. Are you gonna just broadcast it on TV like it's just normal? No, we're not doing that. I mean, he, I mean, he stuck his whole face <laughs> in that, in that too. And, and, and the girls uh, too, right? The girls did yeah, too, the girls right? too. Yeah. Women of the night. No. Lucy, so, Lucy's. so what did the company, what did the company say about it? Like, I'm pretty sure they was, what did they say? Why was the, what was the point? They didn't say anything. They haven't really, really responded yet. You know, if I'm the company, I would say, "Hey, that was a that was a hor- that was a horrible storyline." <laughs> That's the best thing you can do. It was a, it was a storyline that went that went the wrong way. We apologize. That's the best thing you do with a with an eight million dollar deal on the line. You better apologize. 
they messed it up for themselves, the company, all the wrestlers. Like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're going to get an opportunity like that, especially after this. They got to let that die down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they need about six months for that. Yeah, you got you to gotta do some, 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 some patrol on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to do some patrol on that. Um, other than that, I don't see it happening. Um, fellas, <laughs> I got I got the graphic, but uh, I didn't I didn't get a chance to load it. Mister Everything. Recently, you said on your social media, sir, that you wanted some real competition. Recently, you said on your on your show. Uh, or in your platforms that you wanted to wrestle a real one. <laughs> do you know what I'm referring to, sir? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I stand by it. And you, and you stand by it. All ten toes stand by it. All of them. All of them. I would stand it right now, but we the, the people ain't paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Everything has expressed his interest, man, and he said that he wanted to wrestle a bear. I need you to explain this <laughs> to me and what went over your mind and your heart and your head that say, hey, I want to wrestle a real life bear and win. Uh I, I could blame it on frustrations, but you know what? I I've always been that person that that wanted to exceed my limits, and and uh, I I I just want to see if it's possible, if I'm capable of doing it. I've seen I've seen videos of guys like wrestling bears and things like that. Uh, they have trained bears that won't fall you or anything like that. I, I really just want to see what my abilities are, what my limits are. I don't think I have any limits. Uh, I worked out yesterday, okay? I, I did four workouts throughout the entire day. When I got done last night, I still had energy to do more. Um, and that's just how my body is built. And the more energy I use, the more I gain. I want to see what, I can, what I'm can, what i capable of. I want to do an Ironman match for two hours. I want to do... Um, a boxing match where I wrestle box for 15 rounds if the guy lasts that long. I want to box on the rough and rowdy. I want to box with tough man. I want to do it all. So uh, wrestling a bear is just a little icing on the cake. I look at it like this. Wrestling the bear, if I can do that, everything else kind of falls under it. You know what I'm saying? It's like going from the top of the pyramid down to the bottom. And that's what I want to do. What what did what did mystical say, LP? Uh, if you see me fighting, fight with a bear. Help the bear. You better help bear in the woods. If you see me fighting a bear in the woods, help the bear. (laughs) Help the bear. Uh, Would you like to before we before we continue? uh, If Peter is listening and watching the podcast, because everyone watches the best damn wrestling podcast, Peter. Uh, it, the, the bear is is a trained bear. It won't be hurt. I won't be hurt. Uh, we're not trying to make fur coats out of the bear or rugs or anything like that. Okay. Um, the, the views and opinions of Mr. Everything does not reflect the best damn wrestling podcast. Okay. 
Um, so just continue watching for next week to see what else I'm going to say. That's probably going to be crazy to everybody else, but it makes sense to me. Okay, let's go back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Listen, if you start fighting, the, he said he want to fight a train bear, though, LP. He don't, he don't want to fight one in a while. You don't want to go out in the country. Listen, if it's going to be between me and the bear, it's going to be him. If I'm somewhere, I've seen videos where bears and pop up with somebody. Look, they're tearing down all the trees. They're building up buildings. These animals got to find somewhere to go. If I'm walking down uh, Martin Luther King in downtown Raleigh, and a bear come walking up, it's going to be, I ain't running. Who I look like running? You can look. I, I, think, I, think the LP, right? I think the LP can set that up. LP. Can you get with one of them bears and Selma, them Selma bears? <laughs> <laughs> set look, that look, up don't bring me the cocaine bear. Don't bring me the cocaine bear. Okay? That's oh, all I got regular, regular juggler bear. <laughs> That's all they got to sell them is cocaine bears. I'm about, I'm, I'm about to say, it's just, just kind of crazy how we went from talking about a guy doing cocaine to him talking like this. So people probably think it's the same story. <laughs> yeah, they go, like, he's about to take a hit of cocaine before he fight that bear. He's going to need it, Jack. He's going to need to feel numb. Oh, man. Well, listen. Fellas. You know we got to do this. Um, this is one of my new favorite segments. Uh, we like to watch videos in in the sports fighting entertainment world and like to judge them on a rating from darn to damn. Uh, best damn crew, I want you to give me your honest opinions on these videos. And I want you to rate these videos from darn. Today, here's our first contestant uh, for today. Check it out. For the night, that's job. It's stunning. It's all good. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, <laughs> let me play it again. Uh, he was trying to go for a move and kind of slipped, fell on his head, uh, and then the guy in the ring kind of just finished him off. <laughs> but let's play that again. With a knife that's chopped, it stunned him. Hey, Mr. Everything gave it a shrug, man. <laughs> what would you rate that thing on a rate of darn to damn? Dang. I mean, shit happens. Dang. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, <laughs> listen, if you're supposed to be able to hit every move perfectly, you, 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 you might as well just be the world champion for every company. It happens. I like the fact that his opponent kept the match going and they just stand there and just look at him like, okay, I'm confused with what to do. So I give it a little darn thing. Yeah. Definitely. A little, little, little bit. Miss, oh, man. <laughs> LPZ, what would you rate that video from darn to damn? Uh, I, I I say Don. It was it, it was I. Right. He, he looked like he he might have had a concussion after getting hit by the in the back of the head. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought too. <laughs> I thought the back of the head was definitely harder than the front of the head. Oh uh, man, yeah. uh, if you guys aren't familiar, um, there's a sport that's out there that's kind of brutal, man. Um, I like watching it, and uh, I think it's entertaining. It's called Power Slap. Let's watch a couple of these videos. 
we're gonna watch them all together in sequence, man. I guess I want you guys to uh rate this from darn to damn. Those are some big boys taking them slaps too. Hey That's man, <laughs> some of them dudes' uh, hands was about two hands thick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mister Everything? You a combat fighter, man? Would you ever do a power slap competition? No, for what? <laughs> look, I just talked. Yeah, yeah, look, I just got on me about trying to wrestle a bear. Now you want me going and getting a slap contest? No, I ain't good. man. I would rather you do the slap contest than wrestle a bear. You know, man, listen, I have more fun with the bear. <laughs> oh man, LP, would you ever do a slap competition? Nah, man. Unless unless we're gonna do a shootout right after that, I know I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never. I'm never gonna let nobody slap me like that's you don't you don't you don't slap a man like. No, no. It the fun the, the thing is now because you know now it's a. Now it's a sport, but if you're old enough like me, you remember when way back in the days, uh, Hot 97 in New York, they used to have a little slap contest just like that. Yeah, and I, did. I always tell people, everybody said it was ghetto and blah, blah, blah. Somebody seen that shit, and they flipped it. Uh, your boy uh, Dana White, because I think Dana, Dana White does that company. Um, and now mm-hmm. look, at he done made it a, he done made it a million dollar company. So for, for those listeners out there, if you're doing something, you can find ways to flip it. Don't ever think, don't let somebody tell you it's ghetto or you it look dumb, you shouldn't do it. Because fast forward it, these people making, they got sponsors, they got Gatorade sponsoring it, prime drinks. And back in the days, it was some black people slapping each other in the neighborhood. <laughs> and now look at it. So yeah, definitely uh, follow, follow your slap dreams. <laughs> speaking of speaking of since since LP said that if any sponsors like to sponsor me wrestling a bear I am ready let's go let's get it thank you appreciate you we can we can make that happen uh I'm telling you man if we get we ain't gonna get no regular bear man we're gonna go to Selma North Carolina we're gonna go <laughs> to the country you know what I'm saying uh we're gonna hook up with Earl Bob and them and they're going to give you a cocaine bear that you can fight in a cage. We got you. <laughs> we got you. you know, They're going to be with me, right? They're going to be with me, right? I'm going to be watching from afar with support and love, sir. <laughs> I will not be there getting ate up by mosquitoes watching you get mauled by a bear, sir. I will not be. I'm, I'm going to have to give that a damn. I won't be there. I won't be there for for you to get eaten. I don't want to see a grown man get eaten. I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay on that. What do you say, P? I was about to say you must have been playing Tekken lately, because you remember Tekken. You used to, used to be able to play that bear. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you yeah, were playing Tekken. So. That, that idea popped in your head, like, damn, you know what? I can I can fight a bear. I can fight a bear. Nah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Oh man, well, listen, fellas, it was a great show. Thank you guys for playing Darn Damn. Uh, we got more videos for you guys next week. 
listen, you know we do this each and every week, man. Let's leave the beautiful people with a word of advice, a word of motivation, a word to get through. Uh, word of the day, Mr. Everything. Do you have a final word for your beautiful people? Uh, no, I don't. I, I honestly don't don't have a final word this week. Can't believe I, it. I I didn't understand the language you were speaking, sir. Can you uh, <laughs> speak in English? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I, I got I got a I'm a little little struggling this week in terms of a final word. All I can say is uh uh don't worry. Go for the bears. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't poke the bear. And if you see me in a fight with the bear, help the bear. There you go. That was a good one. Don't poke <laughs> the bear, but if you see me in a fight with a bear, help the bear. I like that. You know what? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm elaborate on that. If you see me in a fight with the bear, help the bear because everything that I've been through in my life, that bear is going to need somebody to help. Because once I release all this frustration, is you're going to read in the newspaper and be like, it's a damn shame what Mister Everything did to that daggone bear. And the bear was just walking by, just trying to get him some honey, and Mister Everything just walked up and just mollywopped him. So. Yeah, that bear was that bear was never right again. Mm-hmm. He walked he walked with a gimp and a lazy eye for the rest of his life. <laughs> got bears walking around with guns when they hit tomorrow. I thought I thought yeah. you was Mister Everything. My bad. They they got they got pictures of your ass in the woods. <laughs> uh-huh. Put put up to my wanted. Look, you know, if man. you if you see this man, go ski. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you better not to say ski. Tell <laughs> if you see this man go ski. <laughs> oh man, LPZ, do you have a final word for the best? Hold on, before, before before I get my final word, I know we about to end it because I. I I, I ain't been on or whatever. I did. I did want to ask y'all this question. St- definitely, Mister Everything, because this is this go back to that Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio match, right? Everybody keep on saying that Logan Paul saved Rey Mysterio's life. I want to talk about that. Oh and that God. move. And I, for one, I clearly think that Rey would have been all right. But number two, it was Logan fault. If I'm if I'm not wrong, it was Logan fault. So how did everybody keep on talking about he saved? Ray, like he clearly was out of position. No, it wasn't. Um, and it, it, it I wasn't the same Logan. thing, LP. No, it, it wasn't Logan. Um, Ray actually did not get as much height as he usually does. Nah, bro, think I think Paul you gotta think about place, it. Bro. You got you gotta look at it in terms of the people that Ray Mysterio actually gets in the ring with, and he actually does that particular move. Logan Paul is a little bit taller than. Something like he's 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 about the same height as most guys that Ray Mysterio has done that move with. Ray usually gets more height when he does that particular move. So, so whenever he did do it, he didn't get as much height. Logan could be you know right up under him, and it still would have had the same 
uh, result because Ray did not get the hype that he's used to. And you got to think about it. Logan is somebody who's not used to doing particular moves like that or being in a ring with somebody that does a move like that. Let's go back to uh, Logan and Ricochet when they went for the um, uh, Spanish fly spot, you know, off the top rope into the, the tables. You know, that didn't work out very well because it's, it's stuff that he's just not used to. They were trying to push the envelope in terms of with him. So um, he it, it wasn't so much him saving his life, but he did keep him from having like a, a really serious injury in terms of landing on his neck the way he would have had Logan had not caught him the way he did. So I do I do got to defend Logan a little bit, even though I, I don't feel him that much. But I do got to defend him a little bit because he, nah, he did. I ain't rocking with I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a he, he was out of place. He was yeah. out of place. And he had to step up and, and scoop under to, to catch Ray. Ray caught himself. So they making it seem like if Ray would have failed, he would have paralyzed himself. Ray's hands no, Ray would have been on fine. The floor. Ray, Ray's hands was on the floor. So he was fine. But yeah, yeah he, I mean, he would have had, had a stinger or something. He, he would have. You know, stung his neck or something. But think about it: if, if from your standpoint, you feel like Logan was out of place, let's say Ray told him, "Just you know, where I need you." He was out of place because he had to step forward and up. Yes. <laughs> now let's say, let's say Ray tells him, "This is where I need you to be when I do this spot," and he's right where he needs to be, and then Ray goes forward and doesn't make it there. So now Logan's got to rush to try to catch him. You got to think about it like that. Because, like, when I when I had this scar right here, I told the guy, this is where I need you to be. When I go to do this Undertaker dive to the outside, just stay right here. Don't move. And what happened was when I went over the top, I was positioned to where I'm completely over his body. Okay? He thought that I was overshooting him, so he stepped back to try to catch me, and I ended up going head first. So you got to think about it in terms of where someone tells you to be, in terms of how you're doing a particular move and then what actually happens. So when Ray's going for that spot and he says, okay, I need you right here. Don't move. I will get to you. And he goes for the spot and it doesn't work out very well. Logan has to step up and try to catch him. So that way, because his mindset is always going to be, and, and respectably, his mindset is, okay, I don't want this man to get hurt. He's a legend. If, if he gets hurt on my accord in terms of a match with me, what does that leave me and what does that say about me to the guys in the locker room? See, so you, you got to really think about those those things in, in terms of that. I still blame Logan. Yeah, that sounds good, but I still blame Logan for it. That was a diplomatic. It was very diplomatic what you said, sir, but I still blame <laughs> Very PC, but I still blame Logan Ann. And I feel like Ray would have not have died. Like everybody keep on talking about he would have been paralyzed. Calm the hell down. He would not have been paralyzed. No, he wouldn't have been paralyzed. But he he would he wouldn't have got up very, very quick the next morning though. Oh yeah, he definitely would've he definitely would have he definitely would have been a little sore. <laughs> a little, little bit sore. Back to, the, back to the final word. Uh when you see somebody about to do something, make sure you're in the right position. <laughs> I can I can be, definitely see that. Uh oh, we've lost Brian and his final word is fade to black. Oh, there he is. 
Did you see a trap? Just a word was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, camera was uh, timing out a little bit. I'm a little big face right now. Uh, hold on, let me get this together. Get yourself together, Jesus. Uh, my final word would be: <clears throat> be all in. Whatever you're doing, be all in. Uh, don't half-ass it. Go at it full force. Go at it full blast. Whatever you do, make sure that you put your all into it. Uh, because at the end of the day, if it didn't work out, the only one you can blame is your ass. And if you only put 25% it's something that you wanted to happen and it didn't pan out the way you wanted to, maybe you should have put a little bit more effort. Maybe you should have put 75%. Maybe 90%. But if you just take my advice and be all in, whatever you do, then that means you're giving 110% to whatever you want to make happen in your life. That is a final word. From your boy, Brian Renegade. Fellas, was that word okay? It was pretty good. I like that. I, I didn't even know y'all could hear me. I was just talking. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea if y'all could hear me or not. Oh, man. But listen, uh, this was a great show, fellas. Uh, let the beautiful people... Hold on real quick before we end the show. Uh, we have Survivor Series coming up. Right? The teams are kind of shaping up. We know that it's going to be damage control versus whoever. And it's going to be judgment day versus whoever. If you could make your ultimate Survivor Series team five wrestlers from any era at any age, let's say they prime. Who would you put on your Survivor Series team? Let me ask that question to LP. Say any five, any era? Wrestler from any era. You got five. In their prime, right? In their prime. All right, give me Brock. Give me Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar early years, not 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 this Brock Lesnar. I'm talking about uh, kick Zach Gowan down a flight of stairs. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Let me get that. <laughs> Let me get that Brock. Um, Let me get Stone Cold around the Brian Pillman day around the uh, Attitude Era. Give me 80s Ric Flair. Mm. Uh, give me Shawn Michaels after the comeback. All right, you got one more. My last one. Give me I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to win. So 
I mean, I don't like this dude. I don't like what he did, but we can we, we looking past that for this. <laughs> Give me that rabbit Wolverine. <laughs> pull him from pull him from the depths of hell. Uh, <laughs> Give me Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Give me Chris Benoit. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even mad at, at Chris Benoit. That pick. You know what I'm saying for your team. We ain't talking about the person on person. We talking about the character wrestler. So I dig that man. That's a pretty formidable team, man. I like that. You got Shawn Michaels, uh, Brock Lesnar, Ric Flair. Chris Benoit and who else you say? Uh, you got who I say? Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold in his prime. No, no, that's not even Stone Cold in prime. You said Stone Cold Brian Pillman Day. So you talking about uh, two errors in prime before before he got all hurt up? Okay, you talking about ECW uh, Stone Cold? No, 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 no. I meant. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Nah, nah, that means ECW. Hell nah, I want the hell nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm talking about ECW Stone Cold. I'm talking, when I was saying Brian Pimm, I'm talking about when he beat Brian Pimm with the game. Okay. I'm with you. Oh, man. Mr. Everything, you got five wrestlers, man, from in the era. Who you going with? Now, this is going to be totally out of character. But this, this, uh, these five men, their family has very been very dominant in the world of professional wrestling. Oh, you about and to get a the Von Erics? Nope, nope, not gonna say the Von Erics. Oh. But these, these, these five men, their family, we won, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very dominant throughout the professional wrestling. So, I'm gonna go with. Yokozuna, Umaga, Roman Reigns, The Rock, we're going to throw in Solo Sokoa. I can't even say nothing on that. I'm not <laughs> My team would destroy that team. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. <laughs> my team, my team will destroy that team. I, you know, you, you, you we talking about wrestling? We talking about a fight? Talking about the, the, the we, we talking about the Yeah. Either way, wrestling or fight. Who on your team gonna see Brock? What? Bro? Who Yoko. who gonna see Brock? Yo, Kozuna sitting with him. Umaga. Oh, come on, man, please. Man, please. Man, look. Ooh. All they need is for Maga to, to cast that spike one good time, and then Yoko sit on his ass. It's a wrap. Good night. See you later, Brock. Thanks for coming. Oh, Yoko Zuna <laughs> in his prime. You know how that man used to move? Man, he's he used to be able to throw like super kicks. Oh, uh, you know them little crescent kicks. Man, he throw a kick to somebody and sit on him. It's a wrap. I got. I got you. Let me. Let me get. Let me get mine in real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, cause y'all y'all left out some some absolute greats, man. Let me get the Undertaker. So take her in this prime. Let me get Batista in this prime. 
Give me Bobby Lashley when he was uh, world champion. That Bobby Lashley. Destroying everybody. Um, I'm going to go Big Man Vader. And you already took the great one, so I can't I can't I can't put the rock on my team. Uh if I had to go Damn, who's my fifth who's my fifth player? Give me Ricky Steamboat. Give me Ricky Steamboat. I still I'm, I'm smashing. I'm smashing both of y'all teams. My team <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad to I don't care what nothing none of y'all say. My team wins. We 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 got we got not only do we have a, a team that's a family and that's gonna work and stick together, but we also have the managers that come with them. Have you not seen the state of the bloodline right now? What we, are you talking got, about? <laughs> we, got, we got the managers that come with them, okay. We got Paul Heyman. We got uh 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 what was Yokozuna's manager name? I can't think of his name on top of my head. Uh Fu uh Fu, uh not Fu, not Fu. Oh, Mr. Fuji. Yes, Mr. Fuji was very dastardly. That man, that man would find ways to cheat when you know, that powder, throw it in your eyes, there you go. That take care of Brock. Put a little, a little pill, cross the pill, throw in his eyes. Goodbye, Brock. Good night. Thanks for coming. Appreciate oh, you. Man. You don't even got you don't even got Paul Heyman. My pits came first, so uh, I I think Brock. I think Paul was with Brock not too Who's long. Who's he with right now? 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 You hey, it don't matter. You can choose. I got my pits first. Yeah, who cares about a manager? You talking about yeah? And then Brian, Brian, your team is full of muscle head dummies. All you got to go, go with all that power. You got a bunch of dummies. Man. I have Ricky Steamboat on my team. Yeah, by himself, to everybody else, after two minutes, they're going to be tired. Come on. Your team I got, got the good. Undertaker on my team. The Undertaker was a brilliant strategist. Y'all teams ain't balanced. I get, I, I got a balanced team. Y'all try to y'all try to go. And Roman, Roman probably not even going to show up. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even know. Really? He's there. That might be one of the times. That's one of the times he out of town. <laughs> all right, so let's do this. Let's do this, Brian. Let's let's do a poll of all three of our our picks, and let the best damn nation pick whose team would actually win the Survivor Series uh match. If it was a if it was a triple threat Survivor Series five on five, whose team would win? Put put your teams in the chat in the chat and um. In the group chat, and then we'll make that happen. You know what I'm saying? I'll pull out, but I'll post that, and then the fans will all let you know that I am uh, awesome and I won that challenge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fellas, man, let the beautiful people know what you guys going on and where can they find you. Let me go, LP. Uh, you can find me on Instagram on One Click Photography Shoots. This weekend, we have the Savage Seduction Fashion Show in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, you can get tickets from there. You also can get tickets at the door. Uh, also working on another fashion show that will be announced next week. So, you know, we just keep it going. We keep it rolling. Just follow me on Instagram and keep up with everything I got going on there. 
Damn, did I put y'all to sleep? No, nah, I think Brian frozen. Oh, I thought I thought he was asleep. He looked like he's sleeping. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while he's while he's uh, taking care of his technical difficulties, you guys can uh, you already know, Mister Everything is always wrestling. So I will be in West Virginia tomorrow, uh, wrestling for American Pro Wrestling. Uh, on Saturday, I will be in Raleigh, North Carolina, for Gouge Wrestling <clears throat> during the afternoon. At one o'clock at Rebus Works downtown Raleigh. Uh, Saturday evening, I will be in Selma, North Carolina, at the old Harrison Building, um, wrestling there. On Sunday, I also, I myself, have a fashion show that I will be walking in. It is the A Night to Walk and Wine for Boy Naughty and Autumn Skin. Uh, they're putting on a fashion show for mental health awareness, and that's going to be in Nightdale, North Carolina. Uh, and of course, you guys can follow my TikTok. It's pretty much where I'm putting a lot of my stuff at right now. It's my TikTok. So go to my TikTok, official underscore Mr. Everything. Were you able to uh, monetize your TikTok? Yes, I'm actually making some money off of it. I got a little little payment from TikTok and my exclusive content. The boy got an OnlyFans page. Somebody, Make us a jump money out here, Jack. But um, I, I, got got a, I got a TikTok store right now, and I also have a sponsor from Dubby Energy that I'm actually working with right now. So once I get some products, I'm gonna start posting their stuff. Um, and let you guys know we can purchase some of Dubby Energy supplements because you know this everything does does the big good stuff, good stuff. Not the not the not the nose nuggets, not the the not the pot and not the burger sugar i dig it i dig it well uh my name is brian renegade you can find me on all platforms at brian renegade got some good stuff going on there um new platform called phoenix foodies where we go and uh help restaurants we do reviews uh we do marketing advertising for uh restaurants and hotels and uh small businesses over 72 million impressions helping local businesses. So uh, check us out on phoenixfoodies.com uh, whenever you get a chance. Uh, and also, you can support a good cause. Go to blueheartsforautism.com. We help families with autism find resources. Um, if you need mental health services or help and you're in the North Carolina area, you can check out Straight Walk Family Services. Uh, they have therapists there. Uh, that you could talk to if you need help uh, in, in uh, family counseling, if you have uh, adolescent children who have issues, uh, they have therapists for them also. Uh, drug and alcohol rehabilitation, we do that also. So uh, go check out streetwalknc.com. And uh, just follow me on all platforms at Brian Renegade uh, to support what your boy got going on, man. I got some good stuff for you. Uh, I just got my uh, my little uh, what do you call it? TikTok store going too, Mister Everything. I'm gonna sell some stuff on there too. You know what I'm saying? Got all my platforms running. And if you want to support the show, only thing that you have to do is go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can go to our Facebook group, Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Twitter or our X, as it is now called, at Best damn crew you can go over to our twitch uh the best damn wrestling podcast and you can visit us on tiktok 
uh, at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, well, my friends, the only thing that you have to do is go over to our Patreon uh, to support everything that your boys got going on. Uh, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast to support your boys for as little as four five dollars. Four five dollars. <laughs> four five dollars. It's that's what what's four five dollars? Twenty dollars? Yeah. For five dollars or for twenty dollars. You can support your boys at the best damn wrestling podcast, man. We got all kind of stuff over there. All kind of knickknacks, paddywhacks, hat shirts, uh, behind the scenes content, all that good stuff. At our Patreon, so go over to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast to support the show. Fellas, thank you guys for joining us, man. Uh, we're going to get another show cracking for you guys next week. Uh, if we got some time, maybe we'll squeeze one in later on this week. The Fellas is busy, man. We working out here in these streets, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, we showing love. Uh, last words. Anybody got anything they want to leave for the people? Anything they want to mention? Nope. Mr. Everything Good? He's still ready to fight that bear? Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Remy's piece of milk before I fight the bear. <laughs> LP. Yes, sir. You got some words for the people? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Just tune in next week. Yeah. We got we to gotta run these numbers up. Got to run these numbers up, Jack. So, uh, we love y'all. We can't hold you anymore. Tell your mammy and them that the best damn wrestling podcast is the best thing smoking. And you can join us next week on the next Best day wrestling podcast. Fellas, that was a pleasure. We bid you adieu.